This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bove and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. Well, Matt, surprise, surprise, week 14 ended with a huge upset, the Tennessee Titans beating the Miami Dolphins, and that was monstrous for the Bills because now the Bills one and a half games behind the um, Miami Dolphins. So what has to happen is the Bills have to win one more game than the Dolphins do before they play each other, and then that game would be the de facto AFC East Championship if it was one more win for the Bills than win for the Dolphins before then. That said, not only not only was uh-huh. it a upset by the Titans and a big comeback, Dolphins got really banged up. They lost their starting center, Connor Williams, for the year. That's a significant loss. Anytime Liam Eikenberg's been in there, they've had snap issues. They had one again the other night. Um, he's a really good player. We already know Jalen Phillips is out for the year. That hurt them on defense. And then Tyreek Hill, he may not be able to play against the Jets next week. We'll see. Right now, the Miami Dolphins are in a bit of trouble. They got coming up after the Jets. They got the the Cowboys, then the Ravens, and then the Bills. The Bills. Yeah, I think that realistically, like if Tyreek plays, they're going to beat the Jets. I know that the Jets are coming off a big win against Houston and it's not fair to write off any team, but I I do think that if Tyreek plays and he's 75%, they're going to respond well and beat the Jets. But after that, it's about, is there a chance they lose one of those two games? Because the Bills need to have, the Bills need to be within one game of Miami going into the last game of the year to have a chance at the division. So for me, it's, you know, do, do you lose to the Cowboys? Do you lose to the Ravens? Do you lose both games? Because, I mean, that's been the criticism. You can't beat good teams. The Dolphins can't beat good teams. Well, if they beat the Jets, then there are 10 wins. But if they lose their next two games, there is absolutely a world where the Bills would be going to Miami, even with just nine wins, but having a chance at winning the division because they would have the tiebreaker. So... I don't think if you're the Bills, 
your best path is still to win the AFC East. I think your best path is just to, mm-hmm. you know, get 10 wins and hope that the teams in front of you lose or slip up somewhere. But it's also not off the table. Like, there's still a chance here. Right. It's not a great chance, but it's not impossible. No, that's right. And I agree with you that if they go 3-1, and one, I think they get in at 3-1. and one. They go 4-0, and oh, they're certainly in. If they get 3-1, and one, they're, I think they're in. Yeah. Especially if they won loss against the Cowboys. You don't want to see that at home against Dallas. I get it, but that would enhance their chances because the other three games are AFC and right now they're behind the um uh because of the tiebreakers but all these teams are 7 and 6 only one team in the playoff race not winning division is above that that's 8 and 5 Cleveland everybody else is 7 and 6 so let's run through this obviously saturday you'd love for the vikings to beat the bengal's because it's an nfc team nothing mm-hmm. lost there if the vikings do it we'll see what um, nick mullins can come up with they're playing the bengal's in cincinnati of course saturday night you'd love for the lions to beat mm-hmm. the Broncos, which is very possible. The Lions are a yo-yo, and they lost last week. Maybe that means they win. But how about that Steelers-Colts game? Who should Bills mm-hmm. fans be rooting for? Steelers 7-6, and six, Colts 7-6. and six. You tell me, and then I tell you what I think. I think you root for the... I was going to say I think you root for the Steelers because I don't think the Steelers are very good, but they also have a backup quarterback. So I wonder if they're better off just being... The Steelers' remaining schedule is harder than the Colts, though. So for that reason, I might say... Oh, I disagree. Oh, wait. Yes, you're right. No, no, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. It is harder than the Colts. I agree. So I would say maybe you root for the Steelers there because I, I, I just don't think they're that good. Because I think that they'll have another loss along the way anyway, right? So you might as yeah. well give the Colts a loss now because I think even if the Steelers win, I think they're not going to win out because mm-hmm. the Steelers, look at their remaining schedule. Yeah, After the tough. Colts, they have the Bengals, the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And the Ravens, the Ravens might be playing for the one seed, but then yeah. because they do have the Bengals next week, that's another one that you have to think about. You know, they're going to be both be playing for, you know, each other as much uh, against each other. And you know that from the Bills' perspective, somebody's going to get a win in all these games. Someone's going to get a loss too. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's, I, I agree it's, with you. I, I think the, the Colts' schedule is not that hard. It's Falcons, no. Raiders, Texans. I will tell you, Falcons are playing for a division, Texans mm-hmm. are still right there. Raiders can can bite you. You know, we, we've seen it happen, but I think the Steelers have a tougher tougher road. I think the biggest threat for the Bills of all of the teams that are separating them in the playoffs are the Broncos because the Broncos have the head-to-head against the Bills and they've got a pretty cupcake schedule moving forward. The Broncos last four games at the Lions, home against the Patriots, home against the Chargers, at the Raiders. So realistically... If they lose to the Lions and still then win their last three games, which I think is what's going to happen, they're going to be 10 and 7. And if the Bills finish 10 and 7, then the Broncos will have the tiebreaker against the Bills. So in my mind, I'm almost thinking, even though I know Cleveland could still slip up, I'm thinking about this as like Cleveland is going to get in because they're 8 and 5. I do not see them losing two of their last four games, and then the Broncos are going to get in. So I feel like all of these jumbled teams are kind of fighting for one spot. The Bills could get some help from the Dolphins if ultimately they slip up. But like I said, you want to be going to Miami playing for seeding, not playing for your playoff hopes. And that's why right. you know this, this Cowboys game would be massive. Because if you can beat the Cowboys, you, if you can beat the Chiefs on the road, and if you can pull off a win against the Cowboys, you better be able to beat Easton Stick on the road, and you better be able to beat Bailey Zappi at home. Yep. And then if you do right. that, and if you do that, and you're ten and six, like they could potentially have a playoff spot clinched 
going into the last game. And then that brings up a whole new dynamic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I think the I think the scariest scenario, well, the scariest scenario for the Bills is missing the playoffs. It's pretty pretty obvious. But I think the worst case scenario for the Bills is going into that game in a if you win, you get in, but if you lose, you're out. And it feels like that's a very strong possibility. Actually, Miami is playing for something significant, like the one seed. That's what I mean. So yeah. it's I mean, it could, it's it could be possible if Miami's not playing for anything because they're kind of locked in. And then it might make it easier, but you're right. I mean, if Miami's playing for something and you have to win, that becomes a much different deal. Yeah, but it, yeah, it does. It does. It's the one thing about the Chiefs game that was so important for the Bills is that no matter what, I think it kind of gives you a chance going into late December. Even if you lose to the Cowboys, I'm a, like you have to beat the Chargers and the Patriots. You absolutely have to. Because if you yes. don't beat those teams, you do not deserve to be in the playoffs. But if they go loss, win, win, then at that point, they're nine and seven. And then, you know, it might be one of those cases where it's like, if the Bills win, they get in. If they win, there's also a chance that they could win the division. If they lose, but Team X loses, they get in. Team Y loses, they get in. So it's just like giving yourself options as opposed to just having one thing have to happen. The one team we didn't talk about much is Cleveland. They host Chicago, and as much as Chicago is looking better, they won three out of four. I can't see the Bears going to Cleveland and and beating them with the Cleveland defense the way it stands. But look, you never know. I don't know. I, mean, I don't Cleveland. know. Okay, good. I, I like. It. I like. I like the way you're thinking. You never know. I like. Right? I like. I like Chicago right now. Okay. Like, I think I they're. Do. I think they're a team that could surprise some people now. And they got nothing to lot. lose, and, it, and 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 even if they do actually lose games, they're not or win games, they're not hurting the draft status. So, you know, they're, mm -hmm. they're, it's not like they're in valuation mode because they're like, yeah, we got Carolina's pick anyway. Yeah, I think the one for Cleveland that's interesting is the Houston game because is C.J. Stroud mm -hmm. playing? Is he not playing? Right. If, he's, if he's playing, then that's a game that they could absolutely lose. If he's not playing, then they're probably going to smush him. And then at that point, like, I mean, I guess it depends on what you think. But – they play the Jets on December 28th. Is there a chance Aaron Rodgers plays? I don't think there's any chance he plays. <laughs> but, you know, the dynamic of that game changes if all of a sudden he's yeah. out on the field. No doubt. Yeah, you're right about it. I mean, look, but don't don't discount Tennessee. Look what they did against Miami. I mean, this is the NFL, right? I think every week we're reminded in one way or the other, you know, that the NFL is um, such a razor-thin margin. Um, real quickly, in the mm -hmm. NFC, how about the fact that the New York Giants are kind of back in this thing, right? I mean – is that amazing? It's ridiculous. I mean, because if you look at there's such a difference between the AFC and NFC. In the AFC, the 11th seed, the Bills, is seven and six. In the uh -huh. NFC, a playoff team is six and seven. Two of them, two teams. One's leading a division, Tampa, and the other's Green Bay. Two teams under 500 are in playoff spots. Whereas in the AFC, you can't get a sniff if you're in the top, if you're in the 11th seed, even. Well, that's the thing that I like about the Bears is like for as bad as the Bears are, you know. They're still alive. They're still they're still alive. They are knocked out of division title contention. But besides that, like they haven't been eliminated from playoff contention. So at that point, it's like, hey, maybe they string together some wins. Maybe they start to look a little bit better. Justin Fields is trusting DJ Moore. They're throwing it all over the place. Who knows? Maybe they get hot. The Bills got it wasn't a perfect weekend because the Browns won and the Ravens won in overtime, but a lot, a lot, a lot went right for the Bills. Obviously, yep. the biggest being the fact that they won their game, but 
I don't think any of us thought Houston would lose to the Jets. I don't think any of us thought Miami would lose to the Titans. I don't think any of us lost thought the week would start with the Steelers losing to the Patriots. So they got some help. They really could benefit for another week of those things. But at the end of the day, the biggest, most important thing is just go beat the Cowboys. I mean, if if this team beats the Cowboys, their chances of making the playoffs, I know mathematically would still only be like 50, 60%, but I would feel like around here, people would start to feel really, really good about their chances. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i i don't love the fact that they play at 425 with all this though i'd rather just play at one o'clock during these games the fact that you have these other one o'clock like saturday matt saturday of three games that impact the bills all before the bills play right it's like i don't really love that i know i know it's in one sense like okay at least you know where you stand. Mm-hmm. They got Vikings, Bengals, you got Steelers, Colts, you got Broncos, Lions all on Saturday. By the way, I got Christmas parties on Saturday to go to. I got friends coming mm-hmm. up for the game. I don't know how much football I'm going to be able to watch. Yeah, I don't know how much football I'll be able to watch. I, I'll probably find myself time to watch football just because yeah. I, the one thing that I do like is I like going to the stadium before one o'clock and being able to watch the one o'clock slate of games before the bills play. Like that's nice because when they play at one o'clock, I do not see a lick of the four o'clock games and I barely see any of the eight o'clock game. So this will just give me like some time to actually just sit and watch football. Let's close on this. If you don't mind, I want to ask you going into this game against the Cowboys. Are you more optimistic, less optimistic or the same about their chances of winning this game as you were about the Chiefs last week? Hmm. About the same. About the same. I thought they had a really good shot to beat the Chiefs. But so they had, I. you know, I thought it was going to be a tough game. And said, mm-hmm. you, you got to have things go your way, your way. You can't be turning the ball over. I feel the same about this game. I This is a tough opponent. This is really tough. What I, what I like about this game, I feel the same way I did when they played the Eagles. The Eagles came off. They, the Eagles had a tough it's, stretch. It's good, playing it. it's good getting them off the huge win. Yes, yes. And you pointed out home, home, home. This is their first road game in quite a while. I know. To Buffalo. Like, that's a, I think that's a tougher spot. And they're coming off that big win. And then after that, what do the, the Cowboys have a, a big one after this? I think. Oh, Miami. Oh, no, they're going to Miami. Miami. That's right. They're going to Miami. Miami so, yeah. I mean, I guess the same kind. But yeah, I, 
I think you're getting him in a, a good spot here. If, if I'd rather have him here than, you know, um, you know, in a different circumstance, I guess, than what we just described. I, I'm about yeah. the same. I, the Bills are what one and a half point favorites, I think, going into this game. Is yeah, it's float float and a half between one, one and a half, yeah, two. They were under so, there was one and a half underdog at Kansas City, but I'd say about no, the same. It, was, I, it ended it ended on a pick 'em. It like oh, it the did. day I of the game I didn't realize that. Yeah, the that. day of the game, it was a pick'em, which was nuts to me. I was like, I cannot believe the Bills are a pick'em against the Chiefs on the road at Arrowhead. This is one of those games that when you look at the line, I would imagine the general public is like, I am throwing all of my money on the Cowboys. How are they underdogs in this game? And I felt the exact same way about the week four game against the Dolphins when the Bills were only, you know, like, I think the Bills were like four and a half point favorites. And everybody was like, how could the Dolphins, after scoring 70 points, be four and a half point underdogs on the road? And the Bills dominated them. I know these are very different teams, but I do think that, you know, James Cook looked good. And we heard, like, we heard Brian say, like, run the ball, play a balanced attack. Like, let James Cook go do his thing. And then the minute they start favoring the run, attack those safeties and try and hit a big play. And I also think like maybe I'm rooting too much into it. Stefan, even though Trayvon is not playing in this game, Stefan Diggs is coming off of a couple games where he has not played up to his standard and he is going to want to light this team up. He is going to want to hang this over his brother and be like, I'm going to torch your guys. And you he know, also grew Mike, up a Cowboys fan. He said that. Yeah, he like, said he grew up like, a Cowboys fan. He said he still is and with a wink. And I don't know if he meant just because of his brother or whatever that yeah. meant, but uh, that was a few weeks ago. But I agree with you 100%. I think Stefan, he maybe maybe he's texting or going to Josh this week and going, dude, I need to have the ball this week. I need to and, and you know who else needs him to have the ball is Mike because he's got him in the fantasy playoffs this week and he needs <laughs> yeah. a really big game from Stefan Diggs. So we said before the show started, before we recorded, like, hey, he has not had a couple good games lately. It feels like he's due for one, and if the weather's forty-five and it's not super windy, like, how about you attack Stefan? I think the best case for the Bills fans in this game would be that one, the Bills win, and two, you have one of those moments where Stefan Gilmore throws up his hands like he's supposed to be getting help from somebody, even though he just did not cover the right guy, and they get a deep touchdown. You remember that the John Brown game against the Patriots? Yes. Remember yes. him throwing his hands up and being yes. like, "I just got cooked." Like that's what that's what you want to see if you're a Bills fan. All right. Well, we got a big one on on tap this week. Everyone's going to be big going on from here on out. So we got a lot of football still to be played, but at the same time, time is running short. For Matt Bove, WKBW TV Channel Seven in Buffalo, Sports Director. I'm Sal Capaccio, WGR Sports Radio Five Fifty. Mike Rabier is our producer, doing a great job as usual. And we want to thank Brian Broadus. Uh, did a great job. Love of the Star yeah, Podcast. So go find that awesome. as well. Yeah, Matt, um, I'll see you down at the uh, Bills Stadium this week. Should be a fun one. Absolutely. See you soon.